It is the art of everything with myself, Bridget Masinga, right here. Paula Abdul coming through with Opposites Attract. Before that, we had Revolution featuring Philip Dabani. In fact, this song uh, is a uh, fabulous retake of uh, his uh, Vavenda original. And uh, we kicked off the show with Crystal Waters making happy, bringing us uh, to just a few minutes before 25 past uh, 8 o'clock right here on The Art of Everything on SAFM. Uh, We've got a jam-packed show for you coming up tonight, trying to get a hold of our first guest, uh, Jessica Molibazzi. We'll see how uh, it goes between load shedding and, uh, you know, Friday night crosswise. We might have to swap a few things around. Um, Our maiden essay conversation, which usually happens at this time, might come a little bit later on. Uh, We're also looking tonight at a brand new exhibition of painting and sculptures that is to be exhibited out um, at the Ermestein Museum in Cape Town. Uh, This should be an interesting uh, conversation. By the way, it is the 100th anniversary of uh, Ermestein, what would have been Ermestein's birthday uh, this year, 2022. So a lot of activities happening around um, featuring her work as a point of discourse. And the big highlight uh, for tonight show. I think the main act for this evening is uh, author Dudu Busani Dube is going to be joining us. She's just penned The End. It released about a month ago. It is the last book in the Shlomo series. As you know, uh, the Shlomo series is an award-winning best-selling series um, that was penned by uh, KZN native Dudu Busani Dube. She's going to be joining us. We wanted to get her in studio, but our calendars did not work. Uh, oftentimes crossing, you know that I've been hybrid between Johannesburg and Durban over the last month or so and she's been on a book tour as well so uh, we decided you know what let's just go ahead instead of wasting more time so that's coming up later on in the show we're also looking at the essay premiere of The Woman King which happened last night if I'm not mistaken uh, we're going to catch up with one of the South African stars that are featured in the movie let's take a quick one The Art of Everything we come back we chat to Jessica Molibatsi in Made in Essay Made in Essay on the art of everything with Bridget Masinga. She's joining me on the line now, fashion designer and founder of Jessica Jane, uh, Jessica Molibatsi. You probably see her name being tagged all over Instagram by your favorite faves. Um, she is a fashion designer who's carving a niche for herself in feminine couture. Um, and Jessica says that she's quite passionate, in fact, about helping women feel confident, beautiful and valued. Good evening to you, Jessica. How are you doing? I'm okay. Thanks for you, Bridget. I'm fantastic. Thank you very much. Uh, you know what I mean? Fashion is a highly competitive space. Uh, I think whether we look at domestically or abroad, uh, it's highly contested. Uh, people are often looking for who's next, what's the next big thing, what's the next big trend. Uh, what what puts Jessica Molibatsi's voice a cream above the rest? Because I've been seeing your steady climb over the last couple of years, and I think social media helps us now. Uh, you know, to bring people more and more into the fore. And I've been seeing your steady climb over and over. But what is it about the Jessica Molibatsi woman or the Jessica Molibatsi aesthetic that resonates so much? Sure. Uh, What a question to answer. But um, if I had to choose one answer, I'd have to say that, um, you know, I tend to focus very strongly on a classic and elegant kind of styling, mm. which I hope would be timeless, you know. Um, there's a picture of my grandmother that I have on my wall mm. from her wedding day, and it's just such a classy, classic, simple kind of a dress, mm. and it's as beautiful today as it was back then. 
And I think that's what I'm trying to do. And I think in South Africa, um, you know, we can tend to be quite, you know, uh, adventurous, maybe mm. uh, very colorful in our dressing and our design. And um, it took me a little while to settle into myself because I felt like I needed to be like that as well. Mm. Um, and eventually, yeah, I just, I just accepted that, uh, you know, <laughs> if I could say the Dior's or the Chanel versus the Versace's or the Gucci's, you know, mm, and mm. I guess I guess I sit more in, in, in that Chanel Dior kind of aesthetic. And and yeah, and I think I think what I'm doing, which is maybe unique, is I'm trying to combine that with with traditional kind of looks and 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 um, aesthetics mm. and and you know I think I think in many ways I'm getting it right that I'm keeping I'm keeping to tradition, but at the same time I'm bringing in that timeless elegant look. Absolutely. Um, And I mean, anybody who sort of comes across, you know, um, any kind of reading or profile about you, there's this big emphasis, um, you know, around sort of bringing out a woman's worth and and, uh, putting women in a position where they are valued again. How does fashion sort of accentuate that or maximize on that? You know, um, I have found it fashion when when getting into fashion, I was very, always very conscious of the fact that I didn't want it to be about vanity mm. or or um, um, of I don't know status, you know. Um, and I think these days, many people and women in particular use clothing um, far too much to kind of indicate who they want to be or who they should be or who mm. they would want other people to, you know, people want them to be. Mm. And um, I'm just very, very, very conscious of the fact that I want women to remain themselves. I want them to be confident. Um, and I want them to, you know, I want, I want the clothing to complement who they are and not the other way around. Oftentimes, mm. the clothing is speaking way too much for the woman wearing it, mm. rather than rather than you know the woman wearing the clothes, mm. and it's just complimenting who she is. I got you. Yeah, I, you know, as you speak, I think perhaps you even you you know you 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 counting your words in your head because for me, when you sort of draw the comparisons and you paint the picture for me, I'm thinking there is a sense that South African fashion, or at least for as far as we see it, especially on social media, has become very loud and very garish, um, mm-hmm. and almost a, a personal identity has been stripped away from people, um, mm-hmm. you know, in pursuit of what what package am I trying to present? And mm. and and that package is often, yeah, it's loud. Mm. <laughs> it's loud. <Yeah. laughs> there, there's yeah. no way of getting about it. It, it, <laughs> it it's loud and and I, I don't even know if because it almost seems like the sense of 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 the sense of like of being personable, that individualism mm. is kind mm. of missing right now from South African mm. street fashion. I, I don't mm. know from where you sit, obviously having a front row seat, what's your perception as a designer and sort of the relationship that we have with with fashion 
as as South Africans? And I know it's a very broad question, but I'm pretty mm. sure you you've you sort of sat back and looked at all of our Instagrams and, and formulated <laughs> an opinion. You know, oh, yeah, this is another one. But I think I think it kind of stems from there's this you know, I always try to explain to people that it's almost like a bit of a vicious cycle in this country where um um you know, for many reasons, I don't think there's the kind of respect and appreci- appreciation for the fashion school set as mm. there is in, let's say, European countries. Mm. Um, and I recently just been in France, and it was just so glaringly obvious when I was there that, you know, the kind of appreciation and understanding that the people have there for all, you know, all art forms mm. and, and what goes into it in comparison to this. And it could be because we're in a third world country um, and it's it's you know, not a focus and it's not a priority for people in this country. But what has happened is that um, we're kind of into fast, cheap fashion. Mm. And this this is because um, I don't think, you know, people could afford fashion. Um, so, so we needed to sell fashion cheaply. People became accustomed to that. That's what they think is the good thing. Um, and then what started happening is you know, let's say designers needed to make the garments cheaper so that they could sell to actually earn a living. Um, people then thought that that was, you know, the offering. Mm. And then because of that, I think people couldn't even develop on the skill set. So we're stuck. We're not developing on the skill set. And it's just a bit of a vicious circle, mm. you know. Um, so I think I think along with that, um I think the, the the understanding of the craftsmanship is is just really not there. But but in, in saying so, it is starting to get there, and there mm. is the support for you know like support local and and um, I mean there are designers out there that are producing amazing work. Mm. Mm. So hopefully, hopefully we're getting there. And also, our fashion industry is young in comparison to overseas. So yeah, you know, there's many reasons for it, I suppose. No, absolutely. Uh, it is made an essay and we're catching up with uh, Jessica uh, Molibatsi, who joins us on uh, the line. Uh, having studied at the Durban uh, University of Technology, uh, doing her first two years there and then moving on um, to uh, complete her Bachelor of Arts at the Johannesburg London International School of Fashion, commonly known as Lysoff. Um, and now she's dressing all of your favorite faves. And I'm loving the aesthetic, uh, you, you know, Jessica. For anybody who doesn't know Jessica, you can just look Log on simply onto her Instagram. She does a good job of uh, profiling her work beautifully there. Um, you can either follow her on her personal page, uh, of course, at Jessica Molibatsi, or you can go to Jessica Jane. And and what I love about your aesthetic is it's cosmopolitan, it's fresh, it's global, but at the same time, it has very interesting African flair. And, and it's not really, it's not one-dimensional to any one culture or any one region of the continent um i feel as though it can almost be transposed and translated you know by by many people across our beautiful continent was the intention for you when sort of infusing these two worlds um you know was that the intention for you to ensure that it carries whether you 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 are Tswana, whether you are zulu you know whether i was just in in accra whether you're ghanaian that it carries anywhere it goes it resonates with with the individual wearing it definitely absolutely definitely i think you know um a lot of the inspiration comes from who i am and you know the choices i've made and 
the man I've married and the children I have and the family um, that I have. Mm. Um, being in an interracial relationship really like speaks to to my designs. And um, I think I think you know what's important to me is the messaging mm. in 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 the garments. Um, but yes, um, you know, lately I've just wanted to you know celebrate. South Africa, you know, we're going through, we're going through such a hard time at the moment, but I mean, <laughs> when haven't we been mm. going through a hard time, you know, and I think that's the messaging behind my clothing is that I think it's really just time that we embrace each other and actually make the choice to get along mm. and the picture could be just that much prettier, you know. Mm, mm, absolutely. Uh, a beautiful message. Okay, I'm obsessed. I just saved this uh, black and white. The print that you've been working on lately, um, that black and white print, if I'm looking at it closely, and that's a unique print to you, right? Um, because yes. it doesn't look like anything that I would find at a fabric store or anything. But it, it portrays quite a story. If you zoom into it, well, what's the story behind that black and white print? Okay, so um, yeah, like I just said, um, I I recently showed showcased at Paris Fashion Week mm. in March this year, and um, um, basically the the range is inspired by both French and Cossa, mm. and the reason behind that being that one day my husband's mother is Cossa and his dad is Donna, mm-hmm. um, but when they're into the Molibati family, they gave me my given name, which was Nolutando, mm. and um, I I had always wanted to combine the Cossa and French aesthetic because if you think of French of the cream lace and black bows. Mm. I always knew it could work well with the cream and the black and the monochrome of, of Corsa attire. I've always loved the Corsa attire. I grew quite attached to it, you mm. know, through my, my fashion journey. Um, but again, representing South Africa, you know, where, where we've come from, where we are, and hopefully where we're heading to, um, I really wanted to create a print uh, that represented all of that, mm. and and my family again. And so what I've done is I've I've used a uniquely French um, kind of composition of print called mm. a tol de jouy, which comes back from way back in the day where they used to um, document occasions or, or events that happened by drawing little pictures onto cloth of what happened. Mm. Um, and and so I've basically recreated that tall degree, but with very uniquely South African images. Um, so there's the baobab in there, there's the portier, there's the guy cutting hair on the side of the road, you know. Mm. Um, all these kinds of images that we're so accustomed to seeing that's so unique to us in this country. Um, yeah. You are doing amazing, Jessica, and uh, thank you so much for sharing your story with us. Uh, I definitely a made in essay um, label, and the journey of it is going to be absolutely amazing to watch and behold. I just love what designers are doing within the space and sort of um, reclaiming, um, you know, and retelling the African story beyond even just our South Africanness, but all across mm-hmm. the board. It's a beautiful thing to see, and it's a beautiful thing to see when you travel outside of South African borders. It gets reiterated again and again and again that we're not just doing it in our little silos. It's not just Jessica Molibatsi, you know, in the southern tip of 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 Africa, but it's other Jessicas and 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 other people all over this incredible incredible continent of ours that are. are 
are reshaping the story that we're telling domestically and abroad. And it's such a luxurious story to tell. Um, thank you for taking the time to, to chat to us. Much appreciated. You can catch up with Jessica on Instagram. She is on Instagram. Both her handles are there at Jessica Mulibatsi as well as at Jessica Jane. If you want to see exactly what she is getting up to. It's fast approaching 20 to 9 o'clock right here on The Art of Everything. That was made in SA.